After that, he began running extensive training programs to strengthen the army. He provided strict rules and began controlling them extensively. From there, Slenderman Jones decided it was time to go public with his amendments. He decided to hold a meeting where he had every single television station in the state delivering his speech. Everyone in the state of Minecraft would end up seeing this. The amendments were as follow. He had seven of them, all of which were evil in their own rights. Amendment number one. Thou shalt cater to every demand that Slenderman Jones and the government has. Amendment number two. Thou shalt not earn money or wages for work. Thou will be entitled to work jobs assigned by the government, and we will provide all food and supplies. Amendment number three. Thou shalt defend the country whenever required. Amendment number four. Thou shalt be in bed with the lights off by 10 p.m. every night and be up by 6 a.m. Amendment number five. Thou shalt refer to me as the Almighty Savior. Amendment number six. Thou may have your homes thoroughly searched at any point of time. Amendment number seven. Thou must follow all of these rules or be punished or jailed. When the people found out about these amendments, panic and horror struck the world of Minecraft. Chatter, dismay, and confusion arose among all of its citizens. Immediately after the show aired, many homes got raided. From there, the army went in and took whatever they deemed to be unnecessary. The homes were left looking bare. The only items that they allowed were basic foods, drinks, bedding, and supplies. There was a complete lack of weapons, potions, and anything that could provide entertainment for the citizens. Steve slapped himself on the head as he knew this was the beginning of the end. In the next few days, many more army members came and ransacked Steve's farm. They took his crops, animals, potions, weapons, and books. His children had nothing to do or read, his family barely had any clothes, and the beloved farm was now the property of the government as well. Steve wanted to fight back, but he knew it wasn't worth it. He would either be killed or shoved in jail. He knew he had to think fast of a way to save his family and himself. However, he had no ideas. He decided to obey their commands and watch over the future activities. Chapter 3. The Plan Months went by and the living conditions only worsened. Jones got stricter as time went along and people were hopelessly living through life. One day, Steve was headed to the market to trade in his stamps to get some food. Each week they were allowed a small portion of food for each of their family members, which they could obtain in exchange for stamps provided to them by the government. Thankfully, Steve still got to farm, but he didn't get to keep any of the crops. His farm did very well and the government came by each month to collect everything they had. On the way to the market, Steve saw Slender Jones riding a chariot through the opposite side of town. He stopped at a large meadow and began talking with some people. Steve became curious to see what was happening since the whole scenario seemed suspicious. As Steve got closer, he hid behind a tree. He could clearly hear what they were saying, and they hadn't noticed him. Steve overheard a gentleman in a suit say to Jones, Once you have your men, collect the diamonds from the Rune Mountains. You will come into the nether at 480 Story Lane and drop them off. He continued, If you do not drop them off, we will mysteriously kill you off and find another leader who will obey our every command. Jones shakily said, Yes, sir, I will have it done. 
I hope you are satisfied with the work that we have done thus far. We will continue to obey every wish and command of yours. Steve started trembling. It wasn't Jones that was the one behind all this. It seemed as if there was another superpower that was controlling Slenderman Jones. Steve quickly dashed back onto the main road, avoiding them. He headed to the market quietly and got some pork chops before heading back home. As soon as he got home, he quietly began whispering to his family what he had heard. His wife and kids thought that Steve had gone crazy. This story didn't make any sense to them, but they continued listening to him since they respected him. Steve said that he had the date and address of where the drop would take place. He said he would go there and try to get to the bottom of this. The drop wasn't for another couple of weeks, so he had some time to get everything together. Steve began drawing out a map to find the best way to get there that evening without being noticed. He knew he would need backup and help, but he knew it would be...